And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Space V8, now made with some kind of vegetable. Have you had your Space V8 today? Previously on Cautious Optimism. Kayun, you accidentally prick yourself, and you're pretty sure that you just took a very small dose of the product. Okay, you're being quite weird. I think we should sit you down somewhere. Has he been rhyming the whole time? Uh, yes. Yes, he has. Look out, there's a ship ahead. He points to the view screen. There's nothing but empty space out there. Hank has nodded off. And Hank is having the strangest dream. I just had a dream that I was a, a mature, but... All of the sudden, alarms start going off all over the ship. The ship is on a collision course. Oh god, he was predicting the future! Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mator. I am a doctor. A nine foot tall, four armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Toss. A slimy, gelatinous. Mm, what are you hauling? Goo thing. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. So you've just dodged a spaceship that was about to collide with you by the skin of your teeth. And after dodging the ship, Rory Shand, you see the communicator on the ship's control panel going beep, beep, boop. I call it up. Sorry about that. We didn't mean to run into you. You're so small and insignificant. We didn't notice you there. Squawk. <sighs> Uh, did your ship take any damage? Sprat, we're fine. Are you okay? Uh, sure. We're fine. I assume. We're still, we're still flying, so. Okay. Safe travels. <laughs> you too. Beep, beep, boop. Now then, you've got about a day before you get to Lauren to three. Hank is asleep in his bunk. Is there anything you guys want to do before you get to your destination? Well, I guess we should have a discussion about the new knowledge we've we've figured out. So I go and seek out Kyan and Rico. Okay. Because at the moment, you're the only person who knows what happened, right? Because none of the rest of us were... 
I can't remember whether we were. Well, I think you were all three together talking when the alarms went off. And then I think Captain Shan said, oh, no, he was predicting the future when you went running off to the bridge. So I guess right. did okay. Hank and Rico accompany her to the bridge? I mean, I guess we probably would have done if it was an emergency situation, right. like the ship's about to be slammed into. Like, I guess probably we would have gone to somewhere we might have felt useful. <laughs> well, and also, is Kyan still recovering from the, the rhyming? Are we... Are we <laughs> well, right, right now, you're still asleep, trying to sleep off your drug trip. All right, good to know. Please don't make Jojo any more rhyming couplets, I think was the undertone there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if everybody is in the cockpit, then I just will reiterate. I think that the modifications aren't working. And now Kyan is projecting psionic phenomena all over the ship, including predicting the future. Is that better or worse than telekinesis, do you think? I think it's probably better, technically, but it's still not good. No. So now we have the conundrum of... Do we just deliver these drugs and just cross our fingers and move on to the next thing? <laughs> or do we get into a, a, a battle with the guild that we'll probably lose? Captain, that was kind of my whole thing this whole time is like when we decided to be drug traffickers, we should have left morality at the door. I've been trying to say that the whole time. So, <sighs> Yeah, but we were trying not to listen. We were trying to be <laughs> the best of both worlds, Hank. The problem with that is the two worlds are so different, it would take a rainbow bridge to reach between the two. That's lovely. Did you take any of the drug? Are you speaking <laughs> in poems now? No. I mean, I feel like we tried quite hard to modify the drug. I mean, with a day's notice, we've tried asking the guild. They don't care. Well, I mean, I'm sure you did your best. <laughs> well, of course I did. I rolled very highly, I'll have you know. <laughs> I did perfectly on my sciencing. If we get into an argument with them, then, you know, we'd make enemies of the guild. We'd make enemies of the people who currently got Hoss for some kind of hostage stroke work experience situation. <laughs> yes, it's internship. I wonder how it's going. <laughs> uh, then we'd fall out with Slorg. Like, that seems like a lot of enemies that we'd be making all at once. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you, you're both right. We just need to drop these off and get the heck away from Lorna 3. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend hanging around on Lorna 3 for very long, I don't think. Absolutely not. Which I guess leaves us wondering whether we're going to pick up those supercomputers or not. It's very busy in our space diary. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see why we wouldn't pick up the supercomputers. I mean, they'll, they're probably 100% not suspect and completely above board. Yes. Again, Captain, I, I believe the above board has, uh, that ship has sailed. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Yeah, I think we've reasonably done all we can, but we do want to get Hoss back. Yes. Apparently. We do. We would like to make money. That'd be great. We would like to make money, and we'd probably not like to be murdered by the guild. Top of the list. You're exactly right. Hmm. All right. Well, then I guess we should check on Kyan and make sure that he's coming down easy off of his drug trip and try to... Schedule or drop off and pick up. I suggest nobody else go to sleep until we've worked out whether Kyan's okay or not. I may never sleep again. <laughs> yes, Captain. <laughs> so yeah, I go back to doing Captain-y things. 
I guess I go and check on Cayenne since I guess I've got some basic kind of science knowledge. Right. So. <laughs> I would just poke at him with a stick. So yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess I go and find Cayenne and see if he's awake and see how he's doing. See how his rhyming couplets are coming along. So I don't think it's been terribly long since he went to sleep. Maybe an hour. <laughs> Todd's like, you're going to rhyme. Yeah, maybe, well, it's maybe been an hour or two. So he's still asleep in his quarters. Do you want to do some kind of a science type role to uh, try to check his vitals and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, let me roll some dice. Four, eight, nine, ten, eleven. My sciencing is a thirteen, so I win sciencing by two. <laughs> you <Science>. win. <laughs> you win science. I win science. Yes. All right. So his pulse is really high. His heart rate is really elevated, and that's probably well. It's certainly a result of the drug, and it's a little alarming, but it's not so high as to be life-threatening. He seems to be running a fever. I mean, like you check his temperature and then you look up on space Google to see what a Matorb's temperature is supposed to be. And you find that it is elevated for his species. So yeah, he's got a fever. His heart is racing. He seems to be sweating a bit. In your scientific estimation, none of these are life-threatening, but they're not good either. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a shame he's the doctor, really. Well, I guess I'm just going to keep an eye on him because it's not like we don't know what's wrong with him. All right. Should we fast forward ahead a little bit in the in the trip? Or is there anything anyone else wants to be doing? I'm good. I think I'm good. I mean, I guess if he's, you know, fever and pulse racing, I'm going to like drop in on him like every hour and see how he's going. All right. So about uh, six hours from now, T-minus eight hours since he injected himself on accident. Kayun, you wake up, mm-hmm. and the first thing you notice is that you have a terrible headache. Unless you decide that Kayun is a teetotaler? Teetotaler? Uh, <laughs> unless, unless you decide that Kayun doesn't drink alcohol, I assume he's probably had hangovers in the past, and this is much worse It's the most horrible hangover you've ever had in your entire life. And the second thing you notice, probably because you tested it out, is that you are no longer obsessively speaking in rhymes. (laughs) I am very relieved. (laughs) (laughs) You also feel warm. You feel like you're feverish. You almost feel like you have a flu, to be honest. Nausea, all that kind of stuff. Body aches, etc. All right. Well, he's going to kind of wander out of the bedroom. Uh, (laughs) He's got sunglasses on. (laughs) 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 He is not looking, he is not looking happy. And uh, I guess he's going to probably head to the bridge to see what everybody's doing. I mean, I guess Rico would have been sort of keeping an ear out to, to see if he moved. So she probably bumps into him in the corridor, just kind of like, oh, hey, how you doing? How you feeling? Not not so loud. Oh. Uh, Do you have a headache? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. I have probably the worst headache I have ever had in my entire life. Oh. I mean, I guess that might be quite a good thing if we want people to not take this drug too often. I I am so ready 
I, at this point, I don't care if it makes people spontaneously combust. I just want it as far away from me as possible. <laughs> well, that's probably a good thing. Did you realize it made you see the future? Well, I don't even know how to respond to that. Oh. The rhyming couplets were quite something. I enjoyed that bit. <laughs> I'm glad somebody did. <laughs> uh, I guess we should get you to the bridge and let the captain know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And he just kind of very slowly, there's there's probably at least one hand on a wall. <laughs> Do you need some electrolytes or something? That that would be great. If you have something to drink, that would be amazing. Okay. Um, I guess I go and find him some drink of some description, some <laughs> healthy electrolyte balanced concoction. You don't get a, a cup of green space coffee? Maybe. That might be all I have. V <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do we think our kitchen is stocked? <laughs> I can't imagine this group not having coffee. Yeah, there's good The V8 coffee. probably has some kind of vegetables in it. So, some kind of vegetable? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's a throwback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys are up on the bridge, and Kayun has a cup of uh, the healthiest thing Rico could find on the show. Which is probably terrible coffee. It is probably the best tasting thing he has ever tasted ever, <laughs> because he just is just not doing well. He is sitting on something kind of close to the doorway in case he needs to make a quick exit. Aww. He's got his head leaned up against the wall. He's just hoping that the whole thing stops spinning. <laughs> Rico has surreptitiously brought a bucket back with her, but she's sort of just keeping it out of sight in case it's kind of so she can thrust it at an appropriate moment if it is needed. <laughs> Much appreciated. But she's not shown it to him because she doesn't want to suggest to him that he might want to throw up because then he'll probably throw up. <laughs> she's done this before. <laughs> <laughs> well, Captain, uh, Kion has at least survived. Oh, so uh, how's our how's our resident drug addict? <laughs> he gives four thumb <laughs> four <laughs> thumbs up that all end up going sideways. <laughs> So, uh, did you know that you were predicting the future? Uh, I've heard. <laughs> I've heard that that, along with the couplets, was um, was quite the performance last night or this morning. Yeah. So, we basically decided we're just going to drop off the drugs and, you know, say say a prayer and continue on with our lives. <laughs> yes, please, please. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Hank Hank brought up the the fact that when we decided to become drug dealers, we really shouldn't spend too much time worrying about our our uh, moral codes. Well, I guess drug traffickers is what he said, not drug dealers. No, we're not dealing it. We're just providing it, moving it around. Yes. For at this point, we're just getting Haas back. Yes. And I say that that is what our argument is: is if anybody comes at us and we're in legal trouble, it's like we were being blackmailed. That's right. I like it. Poor Kyan. We've all had those mornings, right? Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Cautious Optimism. GM Shadow said in our Slack channel, I actually wasn't expecting the precognition. I thought he was just hallucinating. 
quite honestly, GM Shadow, so did I, and I was playing the character. <laughs> GM Shadow left his comment on our dedicated Slack channel for As the Dice Roll. When you join, I think you have a chance to see all the potential channels, but I'm not sure. I know if you've been subscribed to the network Slack, you probably have to go looking for it. So just go into the Geek to Geek Media Slack and click Channel Browse. It should be under More, right above the Channels tab. It'll show you all the channels available. You can find the link to join Slack on the geek to geek Media website at Geek2GeekMedia.com under Contact Us. And that's also where you can join the geek to geek Media Discord server. You can chat up the cast on Slack, but you can also listen to us all on our various podcasts and Twitch streams. When I'm not playing Dr. Kyan Brunn, I enjoy talking about all things geek culture on my podcast, Geektitude. Our marvelous captain, Rory Shand, is played by Kelly Hightower, who discusses relationship-related topics from a geek perspective on her podcast, Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. Bama Shocks plays our crafty engineer, Hank Crawford, and his Twitch stream, King of the Heel, is chock full of D&D actual plays, all of which you can also listen to on the King of the Heel podcast. If you're a World of Warcraft player, our science officer, Rico, is played by Raven, who is also one of the co-hosts of Girls Gone Wow, a Warcraft podcast over on Warcraft Radio. And if you play any video games at all, check out our GM Todd's podcast, Nerdberg Review. He's also on our other As the Dice Roll campaign, What Is Not, where he plays Donovan the Initiate. Just a reminder, What Is Not comes out on the second and fourth Tuesday of the month, which is why there won't be an episode next week. We had five Tuesdays in June, so this week is actually the first Tuesday in July. No worries, though. The next episode of What Is Not is coming out on July 13th. The next few episodes of Cautious Optimism are going to be a little shorter than usual. We record for two hours every other week, and that usually results in about 90 minutes of content, which I can split into two episodes of about 45 minutes each. Uh, We did some extra chit-chatting during these sessions, though, so the episodes are a little shorter than normal, but not short enough to squish together. So I try to keep all of our episodes under an hour so people can't through them quickly, but sometimes that means they'll be a little bit on the shorter side. Speaking of our recording schedule, we actually recorded our last episode of Season 1 this past weekend. This is Episode 20 of Cautious Optimism, and Season 1 will end around Episode 40. So no worries, Season 1 will take us well into November. But we already have some exciting changes coming up in Season 2, and I'm very, very excited to share those with you. We, we really, from week to week, can't wait until you guys can catch up a little more with us. We're like, should we stop recording? But we can't because we enjoy recording these too much. So you'll just have to wait and see what's going on. As always, we'd love to hear from you. You can always email us at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Or if you want to leave us a voice message, you can do so by clicking on the link on the website at asthedicerollcast.com. You can also check out our Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP or our Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll. And that's it for me this week. Let's go back to the cautious optimism and see what the crew is going to do about this crazy drug that seems to be causing all these problems right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies! K-pop! Disney Plus! Keanu! Keanu Reeves! New! Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. 
That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. So around about this time, Rico's face phone telephone goes beep boop beep. Hello. Oh, hello. This is uh, this is Varlas Tiss, uh, the scientist. Uh, you you remember you helped me dissect oh, that uh, dead zap? Yes, 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 yes. I do. How are, how are you doing? I am doing really well. I've got some exciting science stuff to talk about. And I couldn't think of who would be as excited to talk about it as I am. And then I thought of you. So I hope you don't mind. I hacked into the uh, Intergal phone directory and got your got your number. I hope that's okay. Yes, absolutely. Always happy to hear about science. <laughs> uh, so you'll never believe it. After you left my lab, they brought in a cadaver. For me to, I get cadavers periodically so I can experiment on the Lorndon digestive system in my effort to help us uh, digest rocks and minerals. And I started uh, dissecting this cadaver. And when I got to analyzing the bloodstream, I discovered some very peculiar substance in it. Uh, And after a lot more research, I discovered that he had ingested or been injected with something that stimulated the part of his brain that I believe gives us our latent psionic ability. You remember I talked about how we all eat and drink at the same time and everything? Yes, yes, I do. The region of the brain that I suspect is what causes that was just going crazy. Even after his death, it was still kind of alive a little bit, and and it it was really remarkable. He had something had entered his body that probably gave him much more pronounced psionic abilities than we normally have. And it was thrilling. Now, I think that whatever this substance is might be the key to unlocking the ultimate goal of becoming pure energy beings. Wow. What do you, what do you think it was? Where do you think he found it? I have no idea. I've analyzed what little of the substance was still uh, had not broken down yet was still in his bloodstream and cross-referenced it with our database of all known substances and it doesn't match anything on Lorinda. So it must have been brought in from off-world. And it's not necessarily the key all by itself because from what I could tell, it was causing brain damage. Oh. And I think if you injected this, like if you used it once or twice, you're probably okay. But beyond that you'd probably start to take permanent brain damage. So we'd have to do something. It's not the key to freeing our minds all by itself, but it might be a step in the right direction. It's the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in the field of researching psionics. So, but it's something from off world. Oh, well, where would he have got that? What, where was this cadaver from? What happened? Like, do you know anything about the circumstances of this cadaver becoming a cadaver? Well, I started looking into his background, and from what I could tell, he was a criminal before they brought him in. Oh. So it's hard to say what he got mixed up in. They don't tell you about how your cadavers die when they bring them in? 
oh, well, that was pretty obvious. He had been shot. Ah, so, well, that's fairly typical for criminals, I understand. <clears throat> exactly how I felt. So it's interesting that he took some kind of a substance that gave him incredible psionic abilities and then was almost immediately murdered. Like He was shot while he was still on the drug. So there must be a fascinating story behind this. I would love to know what happened. Mm, that does sound fascinating. How long do you think the drug would have lasted in his system? It seemed like it was very potent, but short-lived. It would probably, eight hours tops would be my guess, less probably. Yeah, so somebody would take the substance maybe once or twice, get a couple of hits for eight hours, and then suffer permanent brain damage. Gosh, that sounds, hmm. I believe so. That sounds very unfortunate. You are obviously, as a felinian, felinus, cat person, (laughs) <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like out of character. This is something we should settle at some point. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what are you exactly? exactly? Not until after we get Kyan right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's Kyan. <laughs> he doesn't care as long as you let him do his damn job. It's Kyan. true. <laughs> All right. This is payback for all the times I got Bama's name wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, as a cat person, you're obviously an out-of-worlder, and you are in the space transport business or something, right? Something like that, yes. So as a scientist who travels outer space, have you ever come across anything like what the substance would be? Well, we've not come across anything that might cause, uh, well, that has caused those kinds of effects in other species. But obviously, I don't know the London species very well. So, oh. uh, I mean, there are lots of substances in the world. It could be that uh, something affects your species a bit differently from other people's. There are so many different drugs in the galaxy, both legal and illegal. Testing all of them would take a lifetime. Oh, boy. Yes, it would. Um I mean, obviously, if I come across anything like that, I'll uh, I'll I'll loop you in. But uh, I don't know how one would test it because obviously, if it, there was a substance that was known to cause psychic abilities, you think everybody would know about it. So it's possible that it only causes those effects in Londons. Yeah, that's true. No, you're you're absolutely right. And of course, the ethical ramifications of testing on. Uh, living people when you know that the substance you're looking for is going to cause brain damage oh yes that doesn't seem terribly ethical no no not at all not at all oh my goodness this is quite a conundrum i Hmm. feel like i'm so close to cracking this but at the same time still so far away Hmm. oh my well i shall uh i shall reflect on it and uh have a have a think and see if there's anything i might have come across that might help you out Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much. I'll have a look through all of my notes. I'm so glad to have a, a fellow scientist that I can discuss these things with. Yes, absolutely. On another topic, if in your travels through outer space you run into any more zats, I am still pursuing my dream of being able to eat rocks. And especially if you could capture one alive, that would be fantastic. But even even any more dead zats, please think of me. I would love to collect them so I could study them. If I come across any more zats, I promise you will be first in my thoughts. <laughs> Thank you. I cannot promise that it will be alive when I have finished with it. That's fair. <laughs> I completely understand. 
All right. What about you? Have you made any exciting scientific breakthroughs lately? Oh, no, no. It's been very quiet aboard ship. Very quiet. Uh, we're just uh, we're just running a couple of errands for some people. Oh, you're in space right now? Yes, yes, yes. Traveling on spaceships must be terribly dull. I don't know how you keep your brain stimulated on long, boring trips. Oh, well, I, I go over my notes and obviously I write up all my findings and um, that's when I get to do all my thinking. Oh, very good. Very good. That's a very glasses two thirds full way of thinking about it. <laughs> yes, I think so. And obviously, being a cat person, we do sleep a lot. So uh, there's probably, you know, catching up on my sleep is quite important. Oh. There's always less, less sleep is always available planet side for some reason. Oh, sure. Okay. Well, I will let you get back to your space naps then. Uh. Yeah, thank you kindly. Uh, good luck with your research. It sounds like you've had a big breakthrough. Thank you. Thank you. And, and good luck with all of your uh, space adventures. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. He's already hung up. Yes, okay. so he has. <laughs> so I've written this fan fiction if anyone wants it. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, that was a very interesting conversation. Wait, was that was the captain there the whole time? Well, I'm still sitting on the bridge. Okay, then yes. Okay, yes, that was a very. Who? So you probably only heard like half the conversation. Oh, you didn't put it on speakerphone. So I take it that was the Zat guy. Uh, yes, that was the Zat guy. He found the drugs in the dead London, the mm -hmm. stupid one that got shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, he thinks that the drugs will cause permanent brain damage if they are used more than once or twice. Oh. So in terms of our sort of moral dilemma, it sounds like it could be quite a sort of a self-limiting problem. Well, I mean, that is, air quotes, good news. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold, hold, hold. Self-limiting problem? This, this is potential eradication of a species. Well, no, I don't think they'd all take the drugs. Uh, anyway, I thought we were we were leaving on morality at the door. Uh, who's, where, who's this sudden moral high ground here? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> which bits of morality would you like to take with you, and which bits are we leaving behind? I was not questioning the morality. I was questioning the choice of words. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is a self-limiting problem. It's exactly it what is. a self-limiting problem looks like. That's right. I think I like the definition of that word instead of global eradication. Look, say no to drugs. I don't know how many times I have to say it. <laughs> Just say no. But do keep Kyan away from the room where we're keeping the drugs. We need his beautiful medical mind to stay intact. No more accidents. I was going to say, with, with all the news you've just shared with us, that perhaps we should monitor his brainwaves here forth. <laughs> he just sticks up a thumbs up from the corner like, yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> Monitor away. <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, Phallus would be very interested if we had any information about the drugs, which obviously we don't. He'd also be interested in any zats we come across. Well, I mean, you know, stick his number to the fridge and if we come across any zats, we'll <laughs> let him know. Hopefully we won't. But <laughs> mm, That's rather what I was hoping. I would point out Rico, having studied the avians and their usage of this drug in their religious practices, you're familiar with the fact that the church really doesn't let people go on the vision quests, i.e. take this drug, 
more than once every 10 years or so. And even then, they're really hesitant. Only the highest level, you know, gurus, 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 you know. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Only only a few elite people get to go on these vision quests more than once or twice in their lifetime. So it seems like the avians have through their religious principles and doctrines created a a lot of safeguards against, you know, overusing this drug. Okay. Without ever actually saying anything about the brain damage because they keep it all you know veiled in the idea of religiosity and spirituality and stuff, but Okay. There's obviously some knowledge on some level that if you do it too much, it breaks your brain. Okay. And yet, there's a thriving off-world drug trade. (laughs) Fair enough. Well. (laughs) They don't care if other people kill themselves. (laughs) Next time on Cautious Optimism. Your computer systems use binary systems. My computers use a trinary system. Are you interested in a computer upgrade for your ship? It has an artificial intelligence built into it. I am Shipcom. I believe we have an exchange to make. It's working! It's working, boss! It's working! Look at my hand! It's glowing! I'm becoming pure energy! You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at darrencurtismusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at comicbox.libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at msedwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geekmediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.